Hello and welcome to the very first episode of Get Lean with Plants. My name is Chelsea and today we're going to be looking at why you can still be overweight as a healthy vegan, someone on a plant-based diet. And if this is you, if you need to lose 20 to 30 pounds, 15 kilos to be in a healthy weight range or even more, and you've been plant-based for a while and you eat really well and you are frustrated and struggling to understand why that weight hasn't come off, girl, let me just say that this is so much more common than you probably realize. We're surrounded by all these vegan influencers and they're posting like these smoothie bowls and they've got six pack abs and five kids in their homeschool and they eat like what looks honestly to be 4,000 calories a day and you're going, how does this happen? I don't get it. This isn't me when I eat this way and it seems like a mystery. We're going to demystify that today and I really think it's time that someone starts talking about like, in the vegan community the actual science of fat loss. So let's get straight into that. So for my own story, for the longest time, I was so confused about fat loss. I've done pretty much every diet there is when it comes to a vegan diet. The first uh, time that I went vegan, I I went there. Be- I went vegan because I wanted to get skinny, and I didn't really care too much how I did it at that point. I thought I was being really healthy, but I wasn't eating enough food. I was trying to count calories. I wasn't doing it very accurately, and I went to bed hungry pretty much every night. I was so weak. I struggled to walk upstairs. I was still trying to run, uh, probably like five kilometers a day. And as you may have guessed, it just wasn't sustainable. And I had periods where I would be able to restrict like this and then I would just binge. And so because I was very, very unhealthy in this kind of pursuit of skinniness, it didn't last very long. And veganism for me at that point didn't last very long either. I went back to meat. I gained back all the weight very, very quickly that I'd lost. And it wasn't until a few years later that Uh, I kind of heard about um, this raw food movement and I was so intrigued because there was these girls online who were eating like 30, 40 bananas a day, a ton of food, a ton of fruit and I loved fruit and they had like, they had legitimate abs, like they were hashtag goals. I was like, I want this. I want to be able to eat 10, drink 10 banana smoothies and look like that. So I dove right into that. It was this, um, yeah, it was just what I would, what I would do every time I tried to lose weight. And so this kind of continued for years when wherever I was, whenever I was trying to lose the fat, because it was always like this yo-yo thing. So I would do these raw challenges and it was never sustainable to me because raw is actually incredibly hard. And if you've ever done it, you know, it's, if you're not in the right climate, if you don't have access to really quality fruit, it's incredibly hard. And for most people, not very sustainable. And because fruit digests very, very quickly, you get hungry, you get like a real major hanger actually so uh, that that is not fun so my longest stint was four months and I mean that's a long long time and I I lost a thing about six kilos when I did that but I gained it back pretty really pretty quick the thing that I found looking back now really interesting is that I never understood 
why I lost weight and I always thought it was from doing some kind of crazy challenge I always thought it was because of the fruit or because of going raw or because of like some kind of eating plan because that's what everyone I was following was promoting that it was the plan you know it was the alkaline diet it was the raw diet and I mean in reality the concept of fat loss is, is actually quite simple so I'm going to tell you a little bit um, very elementary chemistry because I sucked at that stuff at school and I spent most of my time when I was trying to learn chemistry talking to my now husband Nick and no we weren't flirting we were arguing so yeah there's that um, so basically with what happens when your body stores fat is your body does need a certain amount of energy per day and that's a finite amount of energy and so the way that we measure energy is the calorie people hate talking about calories but it's really a very um, inert kind of innate uh, like description of energy there's nothing moral there's nothing bad about a calorie it's just what we need to function to live to fuel our bodies so your body needs a certain amount of calories and what happens when you have more calories than your body needs to function each day is it has this nifty mechanism where it actually stores those away for a rainy day. And please, before you get on my case, remember that this is, it is really simplified. So those stored calories get stored as fat and fat is a very effective way to store calories it's much more effective than the other way that your body stores energy and it's really necessary uh, if you don't have food for a while if there's a zombie apocalypse and you can't get any food if there's if it's I don't know like a nuclear explosion and I, really I mean okay so if it's a zombie apocalypse you've probably got an advantage if you're lean to outrun the zombies but then there's also the fact that if you have more fat stores you'll be able to last longer without food so I guess it's I mean who can say but if we're, if we're not in a zombie apocalypse most of us are not happy that we're storing fat and I doubt you're listening to this if I mean, first of all, if it is an apocalypse, like, why are you listening to this podcast? Second, I'm, yeah, okay, moving on for this thing. I think I've, it's run its course. So it's pretty good that our body stores fat. Very, very necessary. Not only for the fact that we might need it on a rainy day, just for the fact that we don't have to be eating every single second of every day, which you would be if your body didn't have an effective way of storing energy. So what happens when you're trying to lose weight is you have to get a you have to get your body to be burning that stored energy that stored fat for fuel. The only way that it is ever going to do this is that if is if you are in a calorie deficit, which means that you are consuming less calories than your body needs to function. Let me say that again because there is so many diets out here and there are so many people that do not understand the basics of this and it is the only reason that anyone loses fat. You have to be in a calorie deficit. You have to be consuming less calories than your body needs. That's the only way that your body is ever going to dip into those fat stores and start burning fat for fuel. That's when you lose fat. That's when you lose weight. If you're trying to actually lose weight in the, in the right way, not just uh, losing water weight or cutting off your 
left arm. I mean, because that's another way that you can lose weight, right? So what we want is to be burning fat. So any diet, all of these raw diets that I did, all of these challenges, the reason that they worked for me is because I got into a calorie deficit. Uh, and it wasn't really anything more complicated than that. It just was just the food that I was eating got me into a consistent calorie deficit. So, yeah, but basically that's the science of fat, not fat loss. And what we really need to figure out next is, okay, so if we know we need to get into a calorie deficit, then what's the most effective and what's the healthiest way to do that? And if you go back to what I talked about right in the beginning, if you have got 20 pounds that you're trying to get rid of and you have got the tummy fat, you've gained weight from your pregnancy, that is because you've had excess calories in your diet. It's got nothing to do with whether you have been eating incredibly healthy or you haven't. The thing about it is, is you can still have more calories than your body needs, like significantly more on a whole foods plant-based diet, you can still be uh, eating more than you need in terms of calories, I'm not saying volume or portion sizes, when you are a healthy vegan. So it's it's really, really normal to do this. And because our environment now is so, um, we just have so many excess calories in the, mar- in the marketplace. I think um, since the 70s, we have about 5,000 calories a day per person in terms of like food production. 5,000 calories is a lot. Most women will need between probably 1,700 and 3,000 calories just to maintain their weight. Not even talking about losing. That's a big range there because people do have different energy needs. But yeah, 5,000 calories, like that's a lot of excess calories. So, and most people, most women are gaining weight steadily each year because we do have more calories than we need. So the answer is going to be something called calorie density. And if you follow follow me on IG, you know I'm always beating this drum. I always go on about calorie density. And basically all that means is that every single food has a certain amount of calories per weight and calorie density is the number of calories in the weight of food. So you've got something like peanuts, for example. So one kilo, about 2.2 pounds of peanuts, is about 5,500 calories. That's a lot of calories right there in in 2.2 pounds of peanuts. On the other hand, you've got, say, courgette. Courgette or zucchini, if you're in New Zealand, for the same weight is 170 calories. And the fascinating thing is between the highest calorie foods on the planet and the lowest calorie foods, you've got more than 40 times difference. So you've got oil at the top. Oil is the most calorie dense, if you could call it a food, food on the planet. So even your quote healthy fats which i don't agree with at all uh, coconut oil olive oil they come in at uh, yeah about four thousand calories a pound so yeah oh about over eight thousand calories a kilo um and if you think okay so zucchini 170 massive massive difference there 
So what this effectively means is you could be looking at someone's plate and someone on their plate, they could have, it could be, it look like exactly well, uh, the same volume of food, right? But someone's plate could have 400 calories, right? Big plate of food. Someone else's plate, same volume, could have upwards of 3,000 calories. See why this matters? Because you know what? When people are cons- when people are studied, when people are observed, most people eat a consistent volume of food. So if I normally eat f- uh, 10 cups of food in a day, I'm, according to uh, the research, most I will probably eat about 10 cu- cups of food. The next day, if you normally eat 5 cups of food in a day, you'll probably eat about 5 cups of food the next day. So if you can change the calorie density of your food then you can lose weight because you will be consuming less food but you'll be keeping the volume the same or you can even actually eat more food you can effectively double the amount of food that you're eating and um, reduce your calories by half because if you think okay how, how much okay you got courgette right a kilo of courgette 170 calories a kilo of courgette is a lot of courgette I mean, I I can't eat all that in a sitting. I can't overeat on that. But if I've got a packet of chips in my hand, okay, that's probably 2,000 calories right there, just in one packet. How easy is it to eat one packet of chips? How much is that going to fill up your stomach when it's all crunched up? Not much at all. And we're going to get into, as the podcast goes along, we're going to get into more things like looking at like how satisfied different foods make you and fiber, how important that is, all of those kind of things. But at the most basic fundamental level, if you can take anything away from this, the fact that there is just such a variety, there is such a huge range in the difference between certain foods in terms of the calories is the reason that you can be eating small portion sizes you can be eating really really healthy and you can still be overweight because you can still consume more calories than your body needs so i'm basically going to leave that here um i'm going to get into all of the how and the why and the what as this podcast goes along but i wanted you to understand this basic mechanism first because it's so foundational and you're going to see so much bs online you're going to see people talking about ketosis you're going to see people talking about atkins diet i mean it's not so popular now but if you were born like in the 60s like atkins was 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 big for our parents generation and uh, you're going to hear like all the even raw till four or the raw diet like people are going to say some real crap and some real poo about why they lost weight on it and none of it's based in science guys okay there's one reason there's one reason alone that people burn fat and okay yep so your hormones your fiber all of those kind of things they influence how your body stores calories or how effectively your body stores calories but on its most basic fundamental level, if you're not in a calorie deficit, your body's never going to get the chance to store, uh, to burn that stored fat that you want gone. So you have to get into a calorie deficit. I hope this episode was helpful. I hope that it's brought some clarity to you on your journey. You are not alone in trying to lose weight and 
that's a legitimate thing to want guys because when you are able to eat as much food as you want to not have to restrict your calories not have to count your calories but to still get the body of your dreams like there is no other feeling like that and I truly believe that you can have that you can have the body that you desire and you can do that in a healthy and sustainable way I've been able to lose nearly 18 kilos which is about close to 40 pounds eating like this and I'm so grateful for what I've learned and what I've utilized with calorie density and the fact that I understand this now that I'm not just a slave to someone else's rules and someone else's diet. So um, yeah, and that's what I want for you. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this, please click subscribe, follow me on IG. My handle is Chelsea May Cullen. May is M-A-E. If you search vegan weight loss coach, I should come up. Until next time, peace out. Lots of love to you on your journey and I know that you're going to be able to do this once you have the tools, once you internalize all of this stuff and I can't wait to get into it with you. So talk to you soon.